Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host. I'm back better than ever. Thomas A. Deloach. And I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about the favor factor. This is a teaching podcast. So as always, grab your Bibles and something to write with. I got a really good show today. As always, I want to start off the show with a quote, and it says this, nobody wants to be connected to a struggle. Now, let's start here at Luke chapter two, and we're going to look here at verse number 52. I'm going to use this one verse as my launching pad today. I'm really excited to give this message quickly about this favor factor, because I really want to prophesy into your life and impart some things to you, especially if you are struggling to move forward. God's favor is here for you today. And I'm believing God that after this lesson is over, something supernatural, some momentum is going to start flowing in your life. And it's called the favor factor. All right. You should be at Luke chapter two, verse 52. Notice what it says. And Jesus, increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. I'm going to say that again. And Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. This is profound. I'm going to tell you why. If Jesus increased And apparently God felt it was necessary for him to increase, not just in wisdom, not just in stature, but in favor too with God and men. How much more do you think we need it? Now, the son of God operated in this. I'm telling you, this is available to you and I. So many things are available for the saints of God and we go lacking. And I know it's got to grieve the Holy Spirit when we are struggling and it's something that just doesn't need to be. So today I want to push you out of your struggle. I want to thrust you into a place through God's word and some things that I want to share with you today that you will get excited about. If in fact faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, Once you hear this word, you can't go back to a lower level. It's only up now. You can only go up into the next season of your life with this thing called favor. I've heard a lot of messages over the years regarding favor. And this particular one, I was listening to a pastor. His name is Pastor Mike Moore. I really got a lot of respect for his ministry. And I was taking some notes about this. And I said, I think I'm going to share this with my audience today because I really believe that there's some things in this And it's very simple and it's very easy and it's very simplistic, but it's very profound as well. So I want to give this to you so that you can begin not only to receive it, but you can now begin to expect it and you can walk in it. So the first part of this, I want to explain what favor is. And then number two, how do I release this kind of favor 
on my life. Now, I'm going to give you five things about what favor is. Now, there's more than five of these, but I'm going to give you these five as I believe that they are very important into what God really wants to do in your life. Number one, favor is special recognition. It's an endorsement or a gift. Number two, favor is preferential treatment. So you have favor on your life. You get some preferential treatment. You get things that other people cannot get. I like that anyway, to get something nobody else can get, but it's called preferential treatment. You get to the front of the line. You get special privileges. You get this, you get that simply because the favor of God is on your life. Number three, favor is getting what you didn't earn or didn't meet man's requirement. I'm going to give that to you again. Favor is getting what you didn't earn or didn't meet man's requirement. So there are some things that man requires you to do. But when you have the favor of God on your life, you don't need the requirement. There's some things that you and I just didn't earn. Maybe you didn't go back to college or maybe you don't have this certificate or maybe you are not a part of this networking group. Don't worry, it's good. Favor causes those things that you would need that you don't need because you got God's favor on your life. Number four, Ivy Hilliard says this. He says that favor is the willingness of others to use their power and ability to influence other people for your good. I really like that because there's some times in our life when we just don't have it. And, you know, it's easy to feel bad and down in the dumps about that. And the enemy just wants to tell you it'll never happen. Well, here's the favor factor that other people will use their willingness. They will use their influence to get something done for you that you simply cannot get done for yourself. And finally, number five, favor is when you don't have the resources, but someone else will help get the door open for you. I like that too, because again, there are times, many times, even right now for many of us, you just don't have it. So what do we do? Well, we do know that God is our source, but you know what? God knows where the resources are and God will make people like you. They don't even have to be your best friend. Here's the thing about favor is that you don't have to kiss up. You don't have to manipulate people. You don't have to lie. You don't have to say God said something that he didn't say through you so you could get a person to like you. No, 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 no. Favor has everything to do with what God is going to do for you. And what he puts on you, I should say, and how that favor that he's going to cause that other person to open up that door for you that you just simply cannot get done for yourself. Now, let me give you the other side of this. How do I release God's favor on my life? We talked about what favor is. So now we should be expecting this now. These five things that I've just given you. So go back over them. I don't want you to say you got it. I want you to go back over it after this particular episode is over. I want you to massage it in your spirit, hear it over and over again, because these are some things I want you to get excited about. So how is this favor going to be released in my life? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to give you three things and I'm going to get out your way. Point number one. You got to believe it. Write that down if you're taking notes. Believe it. No magic here. 
I just got to believe it. You simply have to believe you have God's favor on your life, period. End of story. It's impossible to get anything from God if you don't believe it. If we just simply believe that the favor of God is on our life, that God really loves us and he wants to do some extraordinary things for us that has never been done before on this planet, I'm telling you, it starts right there. Now, let me give you this as a side note. Believing is not good behavior because sometimes, you know, we in our mind and our heart, you know, we may believe, but then a part of it. We say, well, you know what? I haven't done any good things. You know, I haven't been behaving very well. Remember now, favor, it's got nothing to do with good behavior. So if I'm believing it, that's where it starts. But if my behavior is not good, that doesn't mean that God is not going to bless me. Now, I am not saying to you that you should be bad. I'm not saying to you that you should live in sin and God is okay with that. But what I'm saying is, is that favor has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with the goodness of God. So God's favor that he's placing on your life is something he wants to give to you because he loves you. And again, it's what God wants to do for you, but he's doing it through somebody else that he has already hand selected, that he's already picked, that he has already earmarked. Think about that, that God has already selected some people who want to be good to you. You just got to believe it. And it's got nothing to do with you crossing every T, dotting every I. I'm not perfect, but I'm saved. And I know God loves me. And I know the favor of God is on my life. And here's all the devil wants to do. He wants to tell you that you didn't do right today. You made a mistake. Maybe you went off on somebody. Maybe, you know, you had somebody told. Maybe you wasn't nice to your spouse. Maybe you wasn't nice to your kids. Whatever the case may be. Now, again, I'm not fostering the behavior that we should go around being mean to people. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is if I had a bad day, if I do something wrong, God still loves me. And all I got to do is repent, get my mind right, get my behavior together. But even if I don't, even if I don't do it, God says the favor of God is on your life. And here's how God draws you close to him by being good to you, by being kind to you through loving kindness. Have I drawn thee? This is how God draws us. He doesn't draw us by judgment. He doesn't draw us by condemnation. He doesn't draw us by all of these things that people say that really don't have a relationship with God. The number one way God is going to draw you to him is by being good to you. Now look at Romans chapter five, verse number two. Let's see what this is. By whom also we have access, watch this, by faith into this grace, wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. So the way that we get this favor too on our life is through this access by faith. That's why I said you got to believe it. It's an access point for you to get into it. And when we talk about favor, another thing for favor is grace. Grace is something you didn't deserve, but God gives it to you anyway. And again, without being redundant, I want you to hear it again. 
This got nothing to do with behavior. My salvation, the salvation that God has given to me had nothing to do with my behavior. I mean, can you imagine for some of us, we would not be where we are today if God had to wait on us to be good. I mean, we'd still be in a mess. And I always tell people this when they say they don't want to accept Christ. My response is, well, when? Can you tell me when? Can you give me a date? Can you give me a month? Can you give me a year? Can you circle a time on your calendar when we can expect you? People think that they have to put their lives together before God going to save them. Now think how crazy that sounds. If that's the case, then none of us would be saved. It's his goodness. It's his love. It's what he wants to give to you. And grace is one of the things that we need on our life. And as far as I'm concerned, we need it because we got to try to make it through this life. We need money. We need houses. We need the things that God has called you to do, your assignment, your ministry, certain things that he has placed you on the planet to do. How are you going to do it? God already got some people out there and all he's saying for you today, I want you to believe it. And this access by faith into this favor is where we stand. I hope you're getting this. We stand on this favor and then we can rejoice in hope of the glory of God. I hope you're getting what I'm saying to you today because I'm really excited about this because just think, all this struggle you're going through is unnecessary and the favor of God is knocking on your door and God is saying, let me in so I can transform your life. What a college education can't do, my favor can't. What a promotion, you know, you think you got to do all this stuff to get promoted. The Bible says that promotion doesn't come from the East or from the West. It comes from God. So all we got to do is keep living for God and allow that favor he's going to put on our life and allow that person to recognize that favor. See, that's what it is. People now from this moment on are going to recognize something about you they didn't see before and they're going to start being good to you. They're going to start giving you things. They're going to start blessing you. And all I need you to do is recognize. We need recognition. Many of us are struggling because we cannot recognize what God is doing. But it's my prayer today that even as I'm teaching right now, that the Holy Spirit is going to peel back the layers of your spiritual sight and help you to see some things that you have not been able to see. So that's point number one. You got to believe it. Number two, you got to sow it. This is what that means. If you desire to operate in this kind of favor, sowing it into someone else's life is how this thing gets going. Remember now, the principle of favor is doing something for someone else because they don't have the resources. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit today, who can you help or who can you be good to? Watch this. We want the favor of God, but can I tell you something? God has some people out here that you going to bless. When was the last time you sold favor into somebody's life who didn't deserve it? Maybe you went out to eat and you had a, you know, you had a meal and the waitress was terrible, the service was bad, but you blessed them anyway. See, that's sowing favor. You're doing something for somebody else, even though their service to you was poor. And this is how we get this going. You know, we say we'd like to receive, but how can you receive if you didn't sow? 
So you got to sow it. So I want you to ask the Holy Spirit, who can you help or who can you be good to? Trust me, God got some people. And I'm going to say this to you as well. Don't get nervous about this. Don't say, oh, I don't have anything. One of the things I love about God is that he know what you got. He knows what you got. He knows what you capable for. He would never ask you to be a blessing to somebody if you didn't have it. You just got to be willing to obey. Every Wednesday is my fast day. And so when I fast, it's also a day of thanksgiving for me. So it's my fast day. It's a day where I'm thanking God, not asking him for anything. But it's also a day that I'm listening to find out who he wants me to bless financially. And I have a certain dollar amount that he has put on my heart for me to sow into. So every Wednesday, I'm giving to somebody. I'm cash apping somebody. I may pay for their meal if I'm out and doing certain things, whatever it's calling for. I'm listening to God. And I'm telling you, man, the feeling that you get when you can sow favor. Because one of the things we got to understand, people are praying. Yeah, we praying, but other people are praying too. You know, one of the things that the Holy Spirit helped me to understand and see, he said, I want you to be an answer to somebody's prayer. That's a wonderful thing to understand, to get in our heart, that when you give to somebody, they can say, you know what? I was just praying to God or I have been praying for a few weeks. And man, you send me a message or you call me or you give me some money. See, this is exciting. We need to be asking God, Lord, use us. Use us in a mighty way. Look at what Luke chapter 6, verse 38 says. This is a familiar passage of scripture. It says, give and it shall be given unto you. Notice, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. So the same measure that you put out, watch this now, is coming back. But notice how it's coming back. I'm going to read it to you again. It says, give and it shall be given unto you, but it's coming back in a good measure. Think about that now. It's coming back pressed down. It's coming back shaken together. It's coming back, running over. Here's what I love about God. You don't ever sow into somebody's life and it come back to you the way you gave it. God is a God of multiplication. And if we could really get people to understand this, they wouldn't have a problem sowing favor. They don't sow. They don't give because they are in fear. But I'm praying right now that the spirit of God will break the fear off of you because one of the reasons why you're struggling is you're afraid to give. You're afraid to trust God. And God is saying, don't be afraid. I've given you a promise. Once you sow favor, go back to this verse and say, Lord, this is what you told me to do. You told me to give and you said it would be given to me. And you even said how it was coming back. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. Shall men give into my bosom? God has earmarked people to give to you when you sow. So there's a part of this that we never get because we don't do our part. We have to do our part if we are going to see the favor of God really increased on our life. So again, number two, you got to sow it. And finally, number three, you got to say it. Come on now, write that down. You got to say it. What good is it if I believe it and sow it and then I don't say it? 
but you got to say it. You have to say it. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to start saying, starting today, that you have God's favor on your life. I'm not with you. I'm trusting you're going to do this right now. Do it right now for me. Say, you know what? Say, I got the favor of God on my life. Come on, say it. I have God's favor on my life. Come on, one more time. I want you to say it. I want you to mean it. I have God's favor on my life. Start saying that today. See, that people are going to start helping you and blessing you. Another thing you can say is you say, you know what? People just like me. They just like doing things for me, nice things for me. You have to declare where you're going. You can't wait until things get better. It's not going to get better. You can start your own momentum today and say, you know what? When I meet people, they just like me. They just like to buy my lunch. They just like to put money in my hand. They just like to give me things. Everything starts with a faith inside. And with that faith inside, we confess, we declare, we speak. Remember now, you live in the kingdom of God and this kingdom is voice activated. So God's not asking you to work with your hands. He said, I want you to work your mouth. And the reality is, I've said this before, we are a prophet and we don't know it. We say negative things. We say disparaging things about ourselves and it happens and it comes to pass. And then we're shocked and we can't believe why we live in this kind of life that we're living, this defeated existence. My question to you is, do you remember saying it? And some of us, we talk so much, we don't even remember saying the stuff that we've said. Watch the things that you're saying out of your mouth. Your words, whether or not you believe it, they have power. So use your words to bless yourself and say, I got God's favor on my life. You ought to say, people are going to do nice things for me. Somebody going to pay my bills off. Somebody going to buy me a car. You say, that don't make any sense. Well, trust me, what you're saying negatively ain't helping you either. So you might as well say something positive. We live in a voice activated kingdom. Everything that Jesus did, he spoke to fig trees. He spoke to the wind. He spoke to all people's sicknesses and diseases. God used his mouth. Jesus used his mouth when he was on the planet. Use yours and watch your situation turn all the way around. I want you to declare it today. Look at Ruth chapter two, verse number two. This is my last scripture. I want to give you a little bit of homework. I want you to read this whole chapter of Ruth. I'm only going to give you one verse, but I want you to read how God began to use Naomi and Ruth. And we know that Ruth uh, had a mother-in-law and her name was Naomi. And she positioned her so that she could find her Boaz. Because here's one thing about favor we don't talk about. It'll help you in your romantic life. Oh, yes, it will. I'm going to talk about that here in my closing. Ruth chapter two, verse number two. And Ruth, the Moabitess, said unto Naomi, let me now go to the field and glean ears of corn after him whose sight I shall find grace. There's that word grace. Another word for grace is favor. And she said unto her, go, my daughter. Now you got to read this whole chapter. I'm not going to read it to you. That's your homework. Read it and see how Ruth got hooked up with Boaz. 
I talk to people and they always telling me there's no good men out here. See how you use your mouth to prophesy gloom and doom. You hardly ever hear women say, man, there's some good men out here. There's some really stable men out here. There's some men that love God. They quickly go to their experience or they go to an experience that a neighbor or best friend or a mother or an auntie has had. You can't let their experience be yours. Maybe they did have a bad man, but that can't be your experience. You got to prophesy and say, you know what? Men like me, good men like me, men with money like me, men like me because they respect my values. They respect my no. See, these are the things that you have to say about yourself. Look around. Have you ever seen people who with somebody you say, man, how did they get with them? I know I said it. Man, how did he get her? But it's the favor of God because some people I know and I'm thinking, man, how did you get that wife? And it ain't. I know they don't have no money. So it's got to be God's favor. See, God will put a favor on your life where somebody will like you. Somebody will love you. This thing about favor works everywhere. I tell people all the time, they always talking about God don't care about these little things that we talking about. God cares about every little thing concerning you because he loves you. And God just don't talk about Bible verses. God talks about all kinds of things that he wants to get through your head. God wants to help you to understand you have not because you ask not. And then you have not because you don't have any favor on your life. But today, as I've shared this with you, it's my deepest prayer, sincere heart of prayer that you've heard some things that I've said to you. And you're going to turn yourself around through your own words and understand and know that if God did it for those that we read in Scripture, how much more will he do it for you? He's only allowing you to read it so you can get some faith to say, well, if he did it for Ruth, I can find my boy ass too. He out there. Listen. You got to believe, and I've said it before, I'm going to say it again, I'm done. You got to believe that this favor is on your life. You got to believe it. You got to know it. Even if everything in your life ain't what you want it to be, God says, this is why I sent Pastor Deloach so you can hear this message today. Believe starting today that things are going to turn around for me. I'm going to believe it. I'm going to sow it and I'm going to say it. And I'm going to see some things happen in my relationships. If you're single, you need a man, you need a woman, you want to get married, you're going to see it. God's going to make you attractive. He's going to make him look at you. He's going to make her look at you. He's going to put you in the right place at the right time. And everything is just going to flow so smooth. Your testimony is going to change. God wants to give you a testimony. You're going to sow it and watch how things start coming back to you. And you're going to believe it and watch how things are just going to start manifesting around you in your life. Man, I'm excited about your now, but even excited, more excited about your future. I want you to get ready because the favor factor is here for you. But that's all that I wanted to share with you today. I pray that this blessed you. If so, as always, shoot me an email. Let me know at info at thomasadeloach.com. Do it today. Go to my website, thomasadeloach.com. Check me out. If this is your first time listening to me, thank you for taking the time. I pray that you'll come back every week as I drop a new episode. Share this episode with somebody else. Let them know that I'm on here trying to empower the people of God so that they can live the promised life that he has for all of us. I'm praying for you, believing God for you, excited about what God wants to do for you. And remember, as always, to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show, To Empower You. 
If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.